Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice. Ruth, Chapter 3, for Friday. One day, Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, should I not try to find a home for you, where you will be well provided for? Is not Boaz, with whose servant girls you have been, a kinsman of ours? Tonight he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash and perfume yourself, and put on your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know you are there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. I will do whatever you say, Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled the man, and he turned and discovered a woman lying at his feet. "'Who are you?' he asked. "'I am your servant, Ruth,' she said. "'Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a kinsman redeemer.' "'The Lord bless you, my daughter,' he replied. "'This kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. "'You have not run after the younger men, whether rich or poor.' And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all you ask. All my fellow townsmen know that you are a woman of noble character. Although it is true that I am near of kin, there is a kinsman redeemer nearer than I. Stay here for the night, and in the morning, if he wants to redeem, good, let him redeem. But if he is not willing, as surely as the Lord lives, I will do it. Lie here until morning. So she lay at his feet until morning but got up before anyone could be recognized. And he said, Don't let it be known that a woman came to the threshing floor. He also said, Bring me the shawl you are wearing, and hold it out. When she did so, he poured into it six measures of barley, and put it on her. Then he went back to town. When Ruth came to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked, How did it go, my daughter? Then she told her everything Boaz had done for her, and added, He gave me these six measures of barley, saying, Don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Then Naomi said, Wait, my daughter, until you find out what happens. For the man will not rest until the matter is settled today. Ruth chapter 3. So I don't know a whole lot of background about Israelite culture, but it seems like Naomi is kind of playing matchmaker with Ruth and Boaz. And she's telling her to dress nice and put on perfume, get all nice and cleaned up, and kind of sneak over to, I don't know if you want to call it a party, but I guess sort of a, a celebration of sorts, where they're threshing, kind of a post harvest activity, and wait until after he's um, had something to drink and is in a good mood and falls asleep, and that she would lay down near his feet, uncovering his feet, which sounds, I don't know, a little risque, I guess, for the time. And they don't have lights, I imagine. Um, it doesn't say that it was dark, but... Um, he didn't know who she was. 
until she identified herself when he stirred to wake up. And he gives her some barley, and she leaves before anyone recognizes her aside from him. I guess this is her way of saying that she's interested in him. And uh, if he were to ask her out, that would be okay with her. And uh, he knows that there's a kinsman redeemer nearer than him who would have, I guess, seniority or uh, more rights to marry her. And so he has to check with him to make sure this relationship is legitimate. Um, and when uh, Naomi asks Ruth what happened, and she um, seems to believe that everything is going in motion, and it's going to be settled quickly. Did you have any comments to say? No. Right. So that's... Ruth chapter 3, a short chapter of only 18 verses about this uh, interesting uh, matchmaking event. It'd be great to have some uh, historical background on what exactly this means, if this is a common thing, um, if it's pushing the boundaries of decency or what, I don't know. Um, but if nothing else, it seems a little flirty. Thanks for listening to The Voice.